I'm always preparing for, for just anything, like always looking ahead, always knowing that something's going to happen, something's going to come and I'm going to be okay with it. I'm, I'm a happy, positive person. That's what I want to attract around me. People say to me, oh, Chasing, you smile so much. Well, I, I want smiling people back at me. So, so <laughs> it, it is what it is. It was a, it was a whole force field shift yeah. that took place, but it had to start with me yeah. in my mind, in my energy. Why, why go off the plan, especially for something that you're not well-versed in? You know, you haven't found success in. Yeah. Just listen. <laughs> I mean, it it literally unlocks different levels for you that you couldn't have even imagined. And that's where greatness comes from. You know, so it's like, do you really want to be great? Do you really want to be that person, that superstar? Well, you got to take a chance. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Love Success podcast. I am super excited to be here with you today. If you're new to the show, uh, just let me just give you a warm welcome and let you know you are in a great place. I get to meet and invite incredible people from all over the planet that are living their life fully. There's not much excuses here. There's not much BS. If that's what you're looking for, then uh, you should probably go somewhere else. But if you're, if you're really ready to take your life to the next level and, uh, you know, create that extraordinary life and be happy and, and face challenges head on, you're certainly in the right place. In order to do that, I, I, I try to practice what I preach and to walk the walk, uh, so to speak. And uh, I want you to do that as well. My, my big fat mission here is to help at least 10 million people in 10 years to go after their dreams. I know that's just a number, but it gets me up in the morning, gets me going. And uh, I mean, right now you're the most important person to me. So if you can take away one thing from today's show uh, that is going to improve your life in some way, that would make me super grateful. And before I, I introduce uh, the first uh, guest here for today, I also want to, to ask you a favor. If you like this show, please share it with somebody that needs to hear this message. And uh, if you don't like the show, maybe share it with somebody that you don't like. Maybe they'll like it. And give give us a review. Tell us what the best part of the show is. And, you know, just, just live a good life. I'm happy that you're here and you're in for a treat today. I'm going I'm have a have a very cool guest. I wanted to have him on the show for a while. We we first met, I was joking, in the strip club in Vegas, uh, but that's not the case. We actually met at the, an event, Brian Casella's event, Modern Success, about a year ago. And I remember this was pre-pandemic, probably like one or two weeks prior to the pandemic. And my wife was just calling me. She's like, you got to buy hand sanitizers. And she said, doctor, I was like, what are you talking about? I don't need any hand sanitizers. And, and a week later, it was like crazy. There was no hand sanitizers. And the, I mean, the rest, the rest is history. So I think the lesson there is to listen to your wife and, <laughs> and you know, be prepared. Uh, we're, we're still here. And uh, this is a guy who has created a great life for himself and he's still growing in real estate. He's helping other people also, you know, create time, freedom and, and you know, financial wealth by, by helping, helping others, you know, finding a home, which, which, is, which is cool. Uh, so without further ado, let me introduce Chastin J. Miles to the I Love Success podcast. Hello. Thank you for having me. Of course, man. I I, I would uh, I wanted to have you here for for a long time, and I'm glad uh, we can make it happen. I know you're I know you're a hard worker, and uh, one thing that struck me when I when I listened to your speech that last year was that you you felt so calm, and that's something when I what, what I love to see people that are, are in a storm that can stay composed and calm. Uh, because I think for everybody who has started a business or work in like a high stake environment, like real estate or anything else, or your competitor, you, 
it sometimes it it gets a little bit rocky and that composure is uh, i think a very good success factors can you just talk a little bit about your composure and calm were you always like a calm kid or like where does that come from no i mean i think that the the calmness of the storm comes from you know always knowing that the storm is going to pass and always knowing that it's it's not going to be like this forever um i'm i'm one of those that i'm always seeing the sun peeking out of the clouds you know it, and and i've come to find out when 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 people are frantic and they're putting that that type of energy out there that's what type of energy that you start to attract and i'm a, i'm i'm a big believer in energy i'm a i'm a big believer in the law of attraction and and i just always know in my mind that that this isn't the end all be all this 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 isn't the forever place this is just a moment and people know going into business that it's not going to be easy that it's going to be rocky there's i mean you're going to have moments and so why not prepare yourself for them and 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 be able to keep your composure you already knew that it was coming you already knew that you were going to be faced with challenges but you want to try to prepare for every other thing you want to try to prepare for all the the good parts that come with the business all the successful parts but you don't prepare yourself for the downsides of things you know and i just feel like i'm a very well-rounded person um to to the point where i'm 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 always preparing for for just anything like always looking ahead always knowing that something's going to happen something's going to come and i'm going to be okay with it you know i'm going to be okay with it at the end of the day because i know it's not the end all be all yeah um thank you for sharing that i want i want to go deeper into that but first i want to uh, piggyback on what you talked about the law of attraction so can you just share how has the law of attraction helped you in your life and what what are the benefits like of believing in that and 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 how have you how have you worked with that in order to to accomplish success yeah for me it's not just believing in the law of attraction you know knowing that it exists but but actually living in in that space you know living in that in that space where where i know that everything in this world is controlled by energy you know or everything in this world is energy me you um the buildings the lights like everything is energy and it's 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 very important for us to be mindful of our output you know like like what are we putting out there what are what are we speaking what are we thinking about because all of that stuff tends to multiply and manifest in your life a lot of people when they when they think about the law of attraction it's it's just more so um you know i want money i want money i want money you know and 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 that's that's a good part of it but then you also have to speak out what you don't want like i don't want negative people around me right i don't want complainers i'm 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 a happy positive person that's what i want to attract around me people say to me oh chasing you smile so much well i i want smiling people back at me so so <laughs> it, it is what it is but um but the law of attraction it's it's whatever you're putting out there that's what you're going to attract you know and unfortunately people don't protect their energy the way that they need to um i have people who have been around me where we're we're in a, a great real estate market right now right yeah. we're in a great market people are making money left and right homes are flying off the market i mean like people are are having a good time right now so why why are there agents around me that are speaking like this isn't going to last forever oh, you better be prepared for when this ends and you know and and it's just like live in this moment right now you know put out put out good energy for this moment and why are you setting yourself up already for a crash in i mean like where is your mind at so you know it's 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 just something that people need to realize exists and it's very important to to make sure that you are protecting yourself and your energy and attracting the right things into your life 
in your business. Yeah, I think that's it's interesting what you said that like a lot of people they're already on the next thing like this is not going to last. This is and I think that's with everything. We 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 when something that is really good to us, a lot of people can't handle that and they're like no, something bad needs to happen. It it's not true. I mean, shit's going to happen anyway. <laughs> Don't worry about it that too much, I think. But I'm curious because you you said like you also prepare for failure. And I'm I'm a fighter. I was a world medalist in karate. And, and looking back, I mean, I, I practiced a lot of different moments, but I I don't think I prepared for failure. And I think that's the problems a lot a lot of times because when 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 things are happening, just like Mike Tyson said, everybody got a got a plan until they get punched in the face. So maybe you can share like how do you prepare for failure as well? Yeah, I think that for one, recognizing that that failure exists, recognizing that you're going to have moments where you feel like you you are failing. That moment for me happened pretty early on in in my career when um, I had gotten so broke that my electricity got turned off. I was about a week or two away from getting evicted from my apartment barely any food in the refrigerator, gas, all of that kind of stuff. And I was, I was doing an open house and I literally had a breakdown in there, had a breakdown in in the open house because I was just thinking about like my situation and everything that I was going through and questioning, like, why am I even doing this anymore? Like, like, why am I continuing to go down this road with it being so difficult? You know, and it was at that moment that I felt like I was the ultimate failure. You know, I don't I don't have any homes sold. I don't have any money to show for anything. And I felt like the the ultimate failure, whereas most people in that moment would have threw in the towel, given up, just winning, gotten a job because that's the default for a real estate agent. So I'm just going to go get a job, you know, but I said no. I said, I'm going to make this work. I'm going to make this, this happen. But that didn't change the fact that I felt like a complete failure. One of those things that I said to myself is that I will never feel like this again. I had let that moment completely take over me. I had let all of those external things completely take over my mind, completely take over my, my dreams and goals. And I said I wasn't going to let that happen anymore. One thing about failure, failure can be disguised. Failure can come in many different forms. Failure can can be totally unrelated to what you're doing, but it's a form of failure. And and I had to make that decision at that time whether I was going to let this failing moment, let my lights being turned off, let barely any gas in my car, let all this kind of stuff dictate a whole career in front of me or change the outlook of of a whole career. I said to myself, no, no, this isn't the end. I will never feel like this again. I'm not going to let these things take over me. And from there, I mean, that was my preparation moment. Like I didn't know what was going to happen in in the future. You know, I didn't know how, how big of obstacles I would face in in the future, but I knew that I wasn't going to feel like that anymore. I wasn't going to be feeling like a failure anymore. Um, and so even when, when things come, you know, let's just say somebody quits on me. Some people will let that like, Oh, I shouldn't be doing this. I should, I should stop now. Nobody wants to work with me and this and that for me, it's just a moment. You know, I've prepared myself for moments. I'm not going to go back to that place that I was in. I'm not going to feel like that because I'm I'm prepared now. And I I have a different outlook on it and it keeps me moving, you know? So sometimes here tactical, sometimes you gotta, you gotta go through something. You got, you gotta go through something. You gotta feel like an ultimate failure. You know, you gotta be able to, to see and recognize what, what failure is. And then you gotta, you gotta make a decision for yourself. Like how many times, Am I going to let this happen to me? How many times am I going to feel that way? My decision was no more times. That was me preparing for anything that's going to happen in the future. Whatever is going to happen, I'm going to get through it. I'm going to make it out. And I've proven that to, my, to myself. You know, so that's 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 how you prepare yourself for it. 
Shout out to you, brother. That's 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 amazing how you picked yourself up. And I think people listening here that might be in that moment, I think they want to know how you did that because I like I'm a big believer. Tony Robbins says this as well. Like when when the why is strong enough, you'll find the how. You don't need to actually know exactly what to do. But what happens? for you after that day, like you're breaking down in that open house. You're like, shit, I don't have any food. I'm going to get evicted. Like what happens after that? Like, is the, is it like a, a superhero movie that you put your cape on and get to work or like, what's, what's the next step? Yeah. I mean, it was, it was pretty much like that. And people ask me that, that question all the time because they're expecting me to say, Oh, I got on the phone and made 10 more calls. And then, you know, like, no, there wasn't any magic pill that I that I that I swallowed or 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 wasn't I I can't even pinpoint a certain thing that that I did but it was more so like that superhero moment when when I said okay enough is enough pick pick yourself up chasing get it together you know I change the force of energy around me because here's what truly happened that next week i ended up getting a contract on on that house yeah. within 30 days i had a check i had my 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 very first check in in real estate halfway through that i had another listing come up you know i had i mean and it was from craigslist from a cold call you know but i'm not going to say that that moment, like, oh, I got up from that moment and then I immediately started driving for dollars and this and that because it wasn't anything like that. But I changed something around me that I didn't understand at the time. I know now, but where I was in the head, once I once I made that switch, the world made that switch to me, you know, and things started falling in, into place. I know before that moment, I was thinking totally different way. I was always like, oh, I'm down to my, to my last couple dollars. Oh, I'm, I'm down to this. Oh, I don't got no money. I need to eat ramen. You know, I was speaking that kind of language, you know, and I was, I was projecting that versus when that moment happened, I felt richer than ever. I felt like I was going to make it. I felt like everything was working in my favor. I knew that this was going to work out. I didn't know how I didn't have tactical things, but I knew something that many people looking in would have asked me how I even knew that. And then once I switched that up, man, all the forces of nature switched up with me. Things started changing, you know, so unfortunately, I don't have any specific like, oh, I I went into Brandon Barnes and Noble and started reading this book. No, it wasn't anything like that. It's a feeling, right? It was it was a whole force field shift that took place, but it had to start with me in my mind, in my energy. I can see that a lot with athletes as well. And, and, and a lot of people like you, you can, you can meet two people that are doing the exact same things, but the energy around it, it's so different. It's when you make that decision, like enough is enough. I'm going to do this. And I think for people listening, you got to understand, like, once you make that decision, it's not like your whole world is changing people might not see you differently at all, but you start seeing yourself differently. You start showing up in a different way and step-by-step that adds on and that builds confidence. Can we talk about confidence at that time? Like when you're down on your confidence, you're down on your luck, how, how do you have confidence when you don't have accomplishments? How, how did that work for you? Yeah. You know, I'm going to say something pretty bold, but but I feel like confidence is one of those things that we all have. I feel like we all have confidence, but I but I feel like many people suppress their their confidence based on these things that they have in their mind. You know, we all come out of the womb confident people. Yeah. Okay. But but you start to batter, hit, push yourself down based on things like that. Oh, I'm super confident getting into this business, right? Think about it. Think about real estate. I'm super confident. I got my real estate license. I passed that test. I'm so confident, right? I'm ready to hit the ground running. I'm so excited. 
then next thing you know, you start telling yourself, oh, well, I don't know this and I don't know that. So I, I probably shouldn't say this. You're pushing yourself down. Oh, I don't know how to talk. Like, uh, I don't think my phone voice is good. You're pushing yourself down again. Uh, I, I Like, I don't know how to network and this. I don't know how to talk to people. You knew how to talk to people a couple of weeks ago, but now all of a sudden you're pushing yourself down again. And so you're putting yourself in that position where you're not confident. Okay. You had the confidence. You sur- you're suppressing that confidence in every single thing that you say to yourself, in every single action that you don't take. Okay. Right. And you had this big confidence coming into it. And now you're just making it smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. The knowledge doesn't give you confidence, right? Because you can have all knowledge in the world with zero sales and you're not going to feel confident, right? The, the, the um, networking with people isn't going to give you, like there's always going to be something or some reason why you can't do something or why you don't feel confident about doing something. Look, I was a 24-year-old kid with no money, driving a beat-up car, you know, no electricity at home, no good, nice tailored clothes, nothing like that. Many people would look and, and say, oh, you couldn't have had confidence with that. And maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't have confidence. But guess what? I had a why big enough to give me confidence. I was confident in the fact that I was going to get some business to pay my bills. That's what I was confident in. I was confident enough that if I keep calling more people, somebody's going to give me a shot. That's what I was confident in. I wasn't worried about how I sounded on the phone. I wasn't worried about how I looked. Like that was all stuff that people play up bigger than it actually should be. You know, so my confidence lied in the places where it needed to be to get me out of the situation that I was in. Okay, so the one thing I want to encourage people is, is why, or the one thing that I want to ask people is, why do you feel like you're not confident? Like, what are those things that you are weighing so heavy to break down your confidence? And where does that need to be put, right, to boost that confidence up? Because you may be focused on the wrong thing. Yeah, I think I think that's that's what it is. And there's so much distractions nowadays in anything. So we we can we can kind of we can kill ourselves by reading more, looking at more, doing uh, doing more preparation instead of getting into the action of things. Like, how do you work with that? Or especially when you were new and for people that are new in a new industry or they're really good at music or they're like overriding everything instead of just like getting it out there, doing the action. Like, do you have any tools for like doing doing it instead of like thinking about it? Well, the good thing about me and, and hopefully this resonates with somebody else is that I didn't come into the business um, with a prejudging of the business, right? So I, I, I didn't have any real estate in my background. I didn't have real estate people around me. Um, I didn't have any of that, right? Which I think helped me because I didn't come into the business saying, oh, I was, I'm going to do open houses this way. And, oh, I'm going to try to come up with this secret formula to get Facebook leads. Like, I didn't have any of that. I was listening to what people said worked, and I was just doing it. Like, I wasn't thinking 10 times about something. Somebody said, sit on the phone for two hours using this script. That's what I did. Like, what was I going to lose? I didn't know anything else. I wasn't putting up all these external things that were determining my my future because I didn't know anything about it. I was just following instructions from people who had done it before, from people who had found success. And what what else? Why not? You know, I find that like you mentioned distraction, especially in the real estate business, there's always a distraction. You get on Facebook and you see advertisements for get leads and this and that. Like there's people blowing up our phones about that, you know, but no, I didn't, I didn't see that anywhere. They said to come into the office, sit on this phone for two hours and use this script, calling people for sale by owners, expired listings. That's what I did. Door knocking. Like, 
why why go off the plan, especially for something that you're not well versed in? You know, you haven't found success in. Yeah. Just listen. <laughs> yeah, it's too soon to to make up your own uh, ideas. I think, and I, I see that in real estate. I also see that as a martial artist. You teach somebody like, can we do it this way? Yeah, you can, but learn the basics first, go where others has been and then tweak and put your own thing. But if you're trying to making shit up without even knowing what you're doing, I mean, that's, that's not a good, good way yeah. to go about it. And I think we're, sometimes we question too much and that's why I like the background as a karate. It's like, you have a sensei and you listen, if, if, if you question there, They'll slap you basically. <laughs> and that's yeah. sometimes what people need, you know, just, just do it. Uh, looking at, looking at your life, Chastin, and like what, what has changed for you since you got into this business, as far as your mindset, like how, how much have you developed and what, what are some of the things that has, has made you a happier person since you started? Oh, that's a that's a big one right there. Yeah. Um, so on the development front, I would say a big area that I've developed in is is just not having so many limiting beliefs. Um, me personally, I've accomplished much more in my business career than than most. Um, a lot of people would see a real estate license is only something that allows you to help people buy and sell houses or invest in, in real estate. Um, but I've done so much more, you know, such as written books. I coach agents all over the country. I, I, I have a nationwide team. I'm, I'm on boards for a sports team. You know, I've, I've, I've done so much with, with this one license, you know, that anybody can accomplish really, if they're not so limited in their, in, in their belief system and in their thinking, um, which that wasn't easy because my childhood was, wasn't one of those where it was just like always encouraged, you know, go do this, go out there, be great, blah, blah, blah. It was, no, you get A's in school and then you go to college and, and this and that, you know, and then you go get a job, work for 50 years and then you retire. Like that was the plan. And it was hard trying to break that, you know, um, the way that I did it was I, I always had to push the boundary just a little bit, you know, and I would just see what happens, you know, let me try this. And I'm just going to see what happened. I knew it was a 50, 50 shot. Like I can either, fail miserably and bust my ass or this can come something great. And I was willing to take that gamble. I still do it to today, you know, but I had to break out of like those beliefs that I can't, or we're not made for this, or I live in this area, or I don't have money for this, or, you know, whatever that is, that's been the, the most impactful, positive thing in my business evolution that, I always try to help people with, you know, I always try to tell people to start listening in a little bit more, like really start listening in. And I ask people the question, why a lot, you know, oh, I can't do that. Why? Oh, because such and such. Why? Because I don't know why. And when you really get down to that root, you, you find out that like, you're the reason why, like nobody else, it's all you. And so I practice that. I preach it and it's 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 been a very valuable asset to to my evolution as a business person. Yeah, I mean I love what you're saying about take a gamble, take a bet on yourself. And I, I have a really good friend and he he work he's helped people with investments and we're like talking and I asked him like, hey, what should I invest in? This was like a couple of years ago. He's like Peter, the best investment you can do is in yourself. That's where you're going to get the best return in your own business, in yourself. And I think sometimes we forget about that, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, investing in, in yourself is extremely important. Um, you know, whether it's 
a coach program, heck, a freaking book. You know, everybody always looks for the magic pill that, that they can swallow or who can I pay to do this and that when in the beginning, I mean, I mean, in, in the end, you're going to you're going to see a little result, but it's not going to change things. And what you need to be after is true change. And the only person that can create that true change is, is you by investing in yourself. Like how you just said, magical things happen in the mind when you have those transformations. I mean, it, it literally unlocks different levels for you that you couldn't have even imagined. Let's talk about fear of failure because you talk like there's a 50-50 chance. When you try something, there's a chance that you, you're not going to make it. And how, how did you crush that limiting belief to do it anyway? I was just okay with, with gambling. You know, I, I know and I don't, I, I, I don't need everything to be certain, you know, and I come across so many people that are looking for this certainty. Okay, well, if I invest $1,000, then you say I'm going to learn X, Y, and Z. And then how many deals is that going to get me? And then how long is it going to take for these deals to close? And then this, like, they want this certainty about every single thing, you know? And if they don't have that certainty, then they don't do it. You know, uh, well, I'm just, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just chill out for now. But me, I'm okay with it possibly not working. I'm okay with it gambling. I'm 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 going to do everything in my power, you know, because of the investment that I that I'm making to make it work, but I don't need that certainty, you know. I know whatever I do, whatever whatever I freaking do, I'm going to be okay at the end of the day. It is not the end all be all. And so you have to be willing to 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 take that gamble. Think about everything that's that's happened in business, in life. It it's all because someone took a chance, you know, that they could have miserably failed at, but they took a chance. They weren't for certain it was going to work. They weren't for certain that people were going to buy the product or attend their event or do whatever, but they took a chance. And that's where greatness comes from, you know? So it's like, do you really want to be great? Do you really want to be that person, that superstar? Well, you got to take a chance. No, I mean, I love taking big, big chances, big risks, because I, I've learned that when you do that, just by doing that, your, your odds of actually succeeding increases dramatically because most people want certainty and they're not even going to try. That's why people don't really understand. It's actually less competition at the top. Of course, you have high quality people playing that game, but it's not as many. So being being down here, like taking low risk all your life, it's actually harder and you can't get that that much results. I, I don't know if you agree on that or what, what's your thoughts on that? I do. I do because I know that as you move up the ladder, you know, your environment consistently changes. So the people who you are around um, what they're saying to you, what, you, what you're seeing, what you're being exposed to, it starts to change. And you're, you're absolutely right. There is so much more competition in those, in those lower tiers and everybody's thinking the same thing. They're, they're, they, they're all wanting that certainty, you know, but when you start elevating yourself and getting yourself around more high performance people, you know, it's a whole different talk. It's a whole different lingo. It's a whole different, different walk. And now before you know it, you know, and I hate to make it sound like this, you're looking back at them, you know, not even understanding their talk anymore, not even being able to comprehend. How can you not take a chance? Why are you still scared? You know, it's so much better here, <laughs> but there's, there, there's that huge population probably nine, 97, 98% of people who, who won't, you know? So what crowd do you, do you really want to be a part of? Yeah. I mean, that's, 
That's so hard. And I mean, we want more people in that crowd. So like for people that are very fearful now, they're like, hey, I can't take these risks. It's, it's just too scary for me. Like, what do you want to say to those people? Go get a job. I mean, it's, 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 it's not for you. Yeah. You know, um, I would, I'm, okay, maybe that was a little harsh, but I don't know, go read a book or something and, and realize, like, people have to understand that fear is a learned behavior, okay? We weren't born fearful. I mean, the only thing that we were, we were born fearful of is loud noises, but fear, like, the fear to cold call, Okay, let's just use cold calling as an example, because cold calling is in all sales. The fear to cold call is a fear that you are putting on yourself for some reason or another, you know, and and I do this exercise with um, people. Right. Why are you scared to cold call? Uh, I don't think people are going to like my voice. Okay, why don't you think somebody's going to like your voice and they're going to give me a reason? And we're able to trace it back to one little moment back in grade school, when someone told you your voice wasn't deep enough and you weren't hitting puberty or something, that's just scarred you for life on people hearing your voice. You know, now you have this fear of calling on the phone and talking to people because of the sound of your voice that's gone back to you being in grade school where someone made fun of your voice. You know, that was that was a fear that you you you've manifested, you've let grow inside of you that could potentially change your whole future. You know, so for those people that are fearful right now, find for one the specific thing. What are you fearful of? Because it has to be something specific. You can't just say I'm fearful. I'm scared of business. All right. Well, if you're scared of business. Then why even do it? Why even put yourself in business if you're so scared of business? Now, when we get specific with it, okay, I'm scared of putting my face out there for the public, or I'm scared of recording a video. Now, begin to trace back, why are you scared? Keep asking yourself, why, 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 why? Till you get down to the root of that. And I'm telling you most times that root of the fear is gonna be so small that you can just squash it and say, that was, that's so stupid. We were 12 years old and this person made fun of me. And now it's getting like, F that person. They're probably not doing anything with, with their life right now, you know? Yeah. And then you just squash it like a freaking bug, you know? But you have to figure out where this is coming from. Yeah. What has been um, some of the fears you've had and how did you overcome those? Man, I've... I've had pretty much a lot of the same fears of anyone. I'll tell you some some recent ones, you know, just in the past couple of years, I've been scared of hiring people, right? I was I was scared to hire my first assistant. I was scared to hire my my first team member. Why? Well, I don't know if I'll have enough money to pay them. Why? Because X Y and Z. I stem that back to when I didn't have money, you know, I didn't have money to keep my lights on versus today and versus that time, I had more money than I could even imagine. So why am I scared to pay somebody based on that, that, that moment that happened before? Okay, so how I overcame that, I recognized that that moment and worked myself backwards, you know, I mean, and brought myself forward. Same thing. So I've been fearful of, heck, I had a huge fear going on listing appointments, right? I had a, I had a fear going on listing appointments, a, a big necessity that you need for this job. Why did I have that fear? Oh, well, because I'm young and they're not going to take me seriously. Why? Uh, because you have to be grown in this age for people to Take you seriously, Jason. Who told you that? Well, nobody told me that. Where's that coming from? You know, again, I'm working back to see why does this fear even exist? 
I started saying, oh, because I don't have these types of clothes. Who told you had to have those types of clothes? Nobody. Didn't make sense, you know? And I've had all the same fears that everybody's had. I mean, business is scary. Don't get me wrong. Business is scary, but it doesn't have to be as scary as you are making it. The fear is always going to exist. It's always going to exist. There's no way that you can cure yourself from fear because a lot of this stuff is so deeply rooted that it's that it's like physically impossible. Okay. But but you can learn and you can work to challenge it. You can learn, you can work to overcome fears. You can learn, you can work to set yourself on a different playing field than your fear to where it doesn't have to take over your life. Start there. Don't try to cure yourself because it's not going to happen. But start there where you are reverse engineering these fears and figuring out why they even exist in your life. Work on that stuff. Yeah, there's there's a lot of... Uh deep work that that you can do in yourself and it, it it is so rewarding i'm curious you know when you look at amazing athletes and you look you look at how they prepared when they were on the rise like when they were coming up in their sport or in business they do everything right and then a lot of them get a little bit more comfortable when you start winning so i'm curious in your life have you have you gotten more comfortable since you started winning, so to speak, in your business? Or how do you stay hungry to, to do, to do the, the work that you did when you first started? Sure. Have I gotten more comfortable? I've gotten comfortable with the things from the past that I was working to get through or that I was, that I was working to overcome. I've gotten comfortable with listing appointments. I've gotten comfortable talking over, you know, talking on, on the phone. Um, but one thing about me is that I'm constantly challenging myself. So I could just sit here in a whole life of comfort, just, you know, coasting. No, I know that there's more and there's more levels that I, that I want to unlock and greater places that I, that I want to go. So I'm constantly still to this day, placing myself in situations that I'm not well-versed in. Or, or I, I haven't been prepared for, you know, I'm, I'm still placing myself in situations where I'm the smallest person in the room, you know, to where there's still those same things there that like I experienced before, but now what I know this is only temporary. It's just going to be here for a little while. And I know that growth is going to come out of it. So even for me today, I'm constantly challenging myself. And that's why I feel like I've been able to accomplish so much because I'm not, I've never been that, been that guy to say, okay, I got it figured out and now I'm just going to chill and, and just do it this way. No, I want to still place myself in an uncomfortable seat. I want to still place myself in that room of people who are even, you know, at higher levels than I am. Like, okay, we met in Vegas. We spoke on, on the same stage, right? Do you know that? I am not a professional speaker. I am not a, like none of that, you know, speaking in front of a crowd was scary. Yeah. Still is. But guess what? I made Brian challenge me, put me on that, that stage, you know, and I've been on stages every single month since. I went as far as hiring a, a, a coach for it, you know, hiring a coach to help me craft my um, stories, to help me craft my stage presence, to help me work on it. I, I'm still to this day challenging myself, okay? But I know that the only way that I can get better is through practice. It's by actually being on the field, you know? So yeah, put me on another stage, put me on another stage. Heck, I'm, I'm no freaking Tony Robbins, but I'm not this little scared kid who I was at one time, but it took practice and it took me always leveling up my playing field and putting myself in those uncomfortable positions. I love that. And, and when you said unlocking levels, I was like, that's the way to look at things. And I, and I try to, to look at it that way as well. I remember when I first, my first karate competition chased in, I've been, I'd been, I was 15 or 14 or something like that. I'd been training for my whole life since I was six, but just in that environment, going to a stadium and see other kids in karate geese, I almost shit my pants, man. <laughs> and yeah. I don't know why. 
it was the same exact thing as practice, but I was just, I was just so, so scared, uh, but I decided to do it anyway. And I think for a lot of people, like I'm putting my hands on my, my uh, eyes right now, we, we see things and think they are so close to us. But when we look up to the sky, we realize, hey, this is a game. Like we're, life is a game. It's actually pretty fun. Why don't you see it as an adventure and, and see like what level can you go to? Like how, 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 how cool life can you create? I'm curious though, does like, if you always keep chasing, can you also be present? Cause we see these people that are always chasing, chasing, ne never really happy. And they're like sacrifice everything. And then we see people that are not doing anything. So like what, 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 in your opinion, what's the right way to, you know, live, live an extraordinary life. I mean, living life on your terms, whatever floats your boat, you know, there's, there's people out there that have to interact with everybody and have to be at every social event and this and that, like, that's, that's not me. And I'm, and I'm cool with it. Yeah. I'm not living my, my life based off of somebody else's life or based off of what they said it needs to be, or, you know, like people talk about work, work-life balance, right? Yeah. I don't, I don't even believe in that. Like, my work is my life and I feel balanced. I'm good. Yeah, you know, yeah. so it's, it's, it's living life on my terms. The ultimate thing for me is, is freedom. You know, are you, are you free? What is, what does freedom look and feel like for you? And don't worry about if other people may look at you and, and, and think that, Oh, they don't have any free time or they can't do this. Like if you're enjoying the shit out of what you're doing, you're living life on your terms, you're happy. That's all that, that's all that matters. So what works for me, it may not work for you, but I'm okay with what works for me and I'm comfortable and I'm confident and I stand tall in my life. So figure it out what it is that you want, figure out what it, what it looks like and create the life that you desire. You know, if you want to spend every afternoon with your kids and leave work at two o'clock, what do you need to do to make that happen? Cause that's going to be fulfilling for you. Me, I'll be bored out of my mind, like stopping working at two o'clock. Like, what am I going to do? Watch TV. And that's not fun for me, yeah. you know? So it's all, it's, it's all about what you want out of life and what it looks like for you. Yeah. I think that's what many people are struggling with because they get so much information from so many sources and they, they don't really listen to themselves. Like, like, how did you find out what's, what really, really is important for you and what makes you, you know, enjoy life? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I found out over time by experiencing different things. You know, it's, it's kind of like when you, when you eat a meal, a, a certain food for the first time, and then you're like, oh, I like this. I want, I want more of it. Yeah. You know, it was, it, it was like one of those things for me. Like when I went to, to Vegas for the first time back in, you know, back, I think I was like 25 or something like that. I freaking love, I fell in love with that place. And I've been back multiple times a year, every year since, you know, like, so it's, it's, it's about experiencing things. When I, when I, when I went to my first professional sporting event, I love the, I love the atmosphere there. I love the feeling there. Okay. So I want more of that in my life. You have to experience things. You have to go out there, um, whether it's uncomfortable or not, but just experience it. You won't know until you actually go and try. And I've been able to take these moments year after year after year, time after time, and I start doing more, more of them, you know? And then next thing you notice, like you're a much happier person because you're doing things that you enjoy. You know, you feel like you have more freedom because you're, you're spending time on things that you truly want to spend time on, you know? So that's how it happened for me. I think that's that's what how it happens for many. You got to take action. Like there's so many people out there and you might be one of them if you're listening and watching now that, hey, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to keep watching Netflix or keep watching this show and listening. Yeah, that's all great. But you got to get out there. Even if you don't know what to do, you got to do something and then adjust and pivot on the way. If you don't do shit, nothing's going to happen. And uh, I think that's something that 
a lot of people struggle with. There's so many options, so they don't do anything and they're waiting to find out exactly or they want the guarantee, the certainty. Just go out and, and learn and get to know yourself, experience life as, as an adventure and a game. And uh, I have one final question and then I'll let you go, Chastin. So goals, I'm all about goal settings and, and finding a way to making fun to achieve those goals. Uh, for people out there here listening now with a big dream, big goal, what's the first thing they can do right now to start getting a little bit closer to, to what they're dreaming of? They need to reverse engineer that, that goal. Um, you know, I'm all about big goals, big dreams, you know, all that kind of stuff, but you have to reverse engineer that goal to break it into micro-sized actionable steps that you can take okay um if you if you if you think about a tunnel right there's that light at the end of the tunnel that's your your goal how long or how short that tunnel is is going to be those actionable steps okay so it can seem like that light is very very far away you can you can see it but it's but it's extremely far away right but think of those actions and those steps as literally a map taking you through that tunnel, okay? When you take that, that goal, reverse engineer it. So, okay, what are the big things that need to happen for me to hit this, this goal? All right, those are the big things. So what are the things that need to happen for me to hit these big things? All right, those are the things. Okay, so now I'm going to sit and, and take a calendar and I'm going to put it in front of me. Now, what do I need to do to hit these little things that are going to let me hit these big things that are going to eventually add up to the big goal. And then I'm going to place those on a calendar. I'm going to set dates for that. So by this date, I want to have this done. By this date, I want to have this done. Now you take those things, put them on a daily calendar, right? So this hour, I'm going to do this. This hour, I'm going to do that. And make sure that you are checking things off, okay? Checking things off as you work them. And before you know it, you're going to reach that, that big goal. But it can't just be a big goal. You have to take that big goal, turn it into milestones, turn those milestones into actionable steps, okay? And then take those steps, put them on a calendar. Boom. Mic drop. Jason, Jay Miles, I love that we got to connect again. Uh, for people that want to connect more with you, work with you, uh, where can I find you? Sure. Just go to my website, Chasten J. Miles. So C-H-A-S-T-I-N-J-M-I-L-E-S.com. All my stuff is there. Awesome. Thank you so much. And, and for everybody that are still here listening, uh, you know, trying to make something out of your life. Thank you so much. I, I really, really appreciate you being here. And I want to be able to give as much value as possible to you. So please let me know. What did you think about this conversation? You know, share it with somebody, give us a review, go to ilovesuccess.co or my YouTube channel. There's almost 250 of these amazing conversations and they're all for free. I, I should start charging for them so you can see the value because talking to a person like Chastin, it's there's a lot, a lot of value here. You just gotta be able to understand that and take action. So thank you so much, guys, and I'll see you guys next week.